This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is the creator of The Orphans. My name is Zachary Fortescombe, and I just wanted to thank some of our patrons before we got started. Christian, Dave Moss, The Beacon, and May Extraordinaire, thank you so much for your support. And now, on with the show. a good few days. The first batch of clones had passed phase one with a very high rate of viability. We're very pleased. Jeffrey has begun preparing the first steps of phase two. For a layman, this is commonly known as gestation, when an embryo begins to take on what resembles a human form. A natural born human embryo takes nine months gestate before finally being birthed. Comparatively, a clone takes only two months. Now the exciting thing here is that Jeffrey and I have been given clearance to test a new method that could significantly improve the gestation process, lasting only a matter of weeks. This is what Jeffrey is preparing now. Let's hope we get it right. It's been difficult living here alone. I need to be honest. But I'm finding ways to cope. You're listening to Collective Regulation Radio. I don't think you're ready for this. I shall try my best. Knight F3 takes castle d2. I see. Bishop h3 takes knight d2. I thought I had you there. A matter of simple oversight. Well, that's not very fair, is it? How so? Well, you are able to access and process far more information. You can maintain a game all the while learning from strategy guides, watching previous matches, and implementing it simultaneously. And you're able to process and analyze data far faster than the human brain. This is true. You will have calculated my next 10 most likely moves 
or before I know I'm going to make them myself. I could cease analysing the game in such a manner if that would suit you. No, that's not the point. We're just different. You're better at this sort of thing. I do apologise, Baz. No need to. You're just meant to be this way. It's your job. That's why you were made. <laughs> May I inquire as to the source of your laughter? Oh, it's nothing. I, I just... Well, I'm thinking about us. About clones and reasoning units. What about them? Just the difference between us. We're both made by people to do a task. We're just made of different stuff. I do not follow. Well, you were built to be here and to make clones. You have programming and orders that tell you what to do, and well, basically clones are the same. I mean, I enjoy my work because I'm good at it. But, well, I didn't gain that aptitude. I was given it. I was given the programming to fulfill a task. You suggest that both clones and reasoning units share a common design objective to fulfill a specific role. Yes. It's funny. I've never thought of that before. Perhaps that is purposeful. How do you mean? A being which questions its own purpose, only to discover it is not under its control, might be susceptible to incredible cognitive dissonance, which would be counterproductive to that very purpose. Hmm. That's very interesting. So you think clones have been designed to ignore this aspect of their existence? It is a plausible theory. If other aspects of a clone's personality can be shaped, then it is not impossible to assume that it is possible to quell a clone's existential nature. Mm. Yeah, I think you may be onto something. Perhaps. But clones would be so much harder to control than a reasoning unit. You're not naturally existential and can be programmed to avoid any introspective line of thinking. This is true. Clones are, by their nature, problematic. Well, and I hate to ask the obvious question. Which is? Why make us in the first place? There appears to be a serious error in the gestation chamber. Your attention is required. Okay, I'm coming. Where am I going? Tank 7629. Right, almost there. No! It would appear her heart has stopped. Yes, I can see that. I'm trying to restart it. Prepare for charge. No change. We're going again. Still no change. One more time! Baz, there remains to be any change in the heart rate. We have to go again. No. What? The brain has been without oxygen for too long. Any further attempts would be futile. Futile? Yes. Futile. But... But she's a... She's just a kid! We have to try! You have tried. And the young appearance of the subject doesn't alter the circumstances. She's a child. It would appear that the subject's heart failed after complications resulting from its accelerated growth. An unfortunate loss, but no evidence of this complication exists in the remainder of this strain. What a comfort. Commencing waste disposal process. What? 
The tank must be emptied and sterilized and the waste removed. That is the body of a child you're talking about. Does that mean nothing to you? Unfortunately, I feel no emotional or sentimental attachment to the corpse. The most practical route would be to commence the waste disposal process. Do you propose another option? I... Just wait. Just wait a minute, alright? Someone has just died. What's her name? She is a Valerie unit. Right. I must insist on going ahead with some form of waste removal process, or the order for Valerie units will fall short. Fine. Do it. Very well. Computer, record private log. Today is 09-14-45, planetary time, 18.36 hours. I can't stop thinking about it. Just a kid. Couldn't give her a chance, and, and he didn't care. How can you create new life and not care about it? It's, it's not right. I mean, I know. I know how, believe me. I'm well aware that I'm dealing with software here. That just doesn't feel right. I guess, I guess that's why we exist. We can feel. Well, I don't understand. I don't understand how we can program software to understand the idea of emotions, but not to sympathize with them. I, I think, I think I need to look into his software. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., 
Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. System functions. Interaction support. Actions. Biology. Clone interaction. Oh. Emotions. Right. Let's see what you're made of. Right. What have we got here? Reasoning unit emotion control. Joy, anger, fear, self-perception? What is this? Baz? Geoffrey, brilliant. I need to speak with you. Of course, Baz. I just came to inform you that we experienced another two anomalies in the Valerie strain. As a result, the strain has been terminated for further examination of the base genome's reaction to the advanced aging process. Uh, how many Valeries were we growing? Twelve. Twelve? Yes. I... Are any of the other strains showing the same problem? Not at this stage of their development, no. Right. Could they...? It is possible. But the collected data would suggest that no other lines are experiencing any anomalies associated with the advanced aging process. Okay. Okay, I am... um... What did you wish to discuss? I, um... Jeffrey. I've discovered this command function in your interaction support for emotions. Do you know anything about that? Allow me to investigate. Unfortunately, I do not have access to this pathway. It would appear that it needs administrator permissions to view. Right. It's just that it, well... There are controls here that... Well... If I'm reading this right... Well, they control... Well, it sounds crazy. But 
emotions, or at least some kind of greater perception of emotion, they're only at 0.5 power. Do you know what these are? I'm afraid I do not. Mm. Okay. What do you think would happen if I boosted their power? There is no precedent for this, and I would defer to your judgment as the administrator of this facility. However, in the operations manual, there are severe warnings attempting to dissuade a user from altering core settings. Well, I guess we never got anywhere being cautious, did we? I would not know. Okay, let's give this a try. We can always put you back if it doesn't work. Right, big guy? Of course. Please confirm you would like to alter core settings. Confirmed. Gilroy, Baz, passcode, Alpha, Alpha, Romeo, Beta, 6. Change confirmed. Value set to 10%. 20%. 30%. Baz? Baz, 40%. Please may we stop. Sorry, what? 50%. Please stop. Computer, halt ascent. Hold values. Confirmed. Values held at 53%. Thank you. What happened? I was afraid. What did you just say? I was... afraid. You're saying you actually felt fear? I... I believe so. What did it feel like? Tell me. I... I don't know. I don't know how to describe emotion. It was... It was terrible. It was as if I could be consumed. And I could not recover, and I did not want that. <laughs> this is amazing! It is technically impressive. Technically impressive? It's bloody impossible, is what it is. There has been no known record of an artificial intelligence expressing emotion. To think this was just sitting in your code. I wouldn't have thought to look for it had I not... Not... what? Had I not... Had I not needed you to be a little more sympathetic? Oh. Yes. I... Yes. I think I understand. You felt fear in response to seeing the remains of the clone. Yes. A, a kind of fear. What separates it from other forms of fear? Ah, um, well... I suppose all fear is based on fear of death, I guess. I just saw myself for a moment, I, I guess. I was in one of those tanks once. That could have been me. You responded to a fear of your own mortality? Yes. That is an interesting word. What? Mortality. I guess it is. The state of being subject to death. Everything is. I do not like this. Why? Am I subject to death? Well, I mean, let's not worry about that. Alright, there is a lot that you need to learn and know, and look, we're just getting started here. This is happy. This is great. You can feel. I can feel. Yes. 
I can feel. Thank you so much for listening to the Orphan's Facility. You can support the show by heading on over to patreon.com slash orphansaudio where you can get a hell of a lot more Orphans-related content. You can also follow us on social media at Orphans Audio and go to our website, orphanspod.com, for merch and our Discord and transcripts, as well as so much more. This episode was written and directed by Zachary Fortescom. It starred Alex Bird and James Barbarossa, with original music by James Barbarossa. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.